Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride somewhere. In our middle of nowhere, we don't have our local-ish pride in June because everybody goes away to the big cities for the June prides. We have ours later. But people are priding in lots of places. People are priding. Yes. Are you proud? I've actually been busy thinking about other things and had not thought of anything about it until you reminded me. And I did see a couple news things. Oh, and I know what else. I heard mention of it on Three Swings because I was listening to that in the car. Rhea says, happy Pride Month or something. And the boy says, what's Pride? (laughs) It's that feeling you get when you like something that you did or you did a good job and it makes you happy. Oh, wait. He's like, yeah, but what are they talking about? He wanted me. He knew something was going on. Uh huh. And he doesn't ever want to miss a social event. No. Or at least he he doesn't think he does. So. Yeah, well. (laughs) He might change his mind. I don't know. He might. So did you explain it to him? Um, not really. No, because at that point I had been dealing with so much explaining with him. Yeah. And he he never listens to any of it anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. I I just, I I skipped it. I just, I wasn't gonna. Mm Mm-hmm. Do it again. No. Parents just talk. That's why wah, wah, in, in wah, Charlie wah, Brown, wah. that's exactly what I was going to say. In Charlie Brown, that's why all the parents sound like wah, 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 wah. That's all they hear. Right. They don't hear what we're saying. So we take something and then they give us a look like, what the fuck? Well, that's funny because like I could explain that to number three and she'd be like, oh, that's great. Because she's like a diehard ally and may very well be some variation of bi, but we don't know yet. She's 10. Yes. But there are other things that she'd hear, wah, 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 like, oh, yeah, those clothes belong in your hamper, wah, 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 you know. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. The boy, on the other hand, this is the kid who got angry at me in a grocery store once and started yelling about, you used to be gay when my dad was a girl, like he thought that was going to embarrass me. Right. And everybody in the store is probably like, whoa, what's wrong with that kid? Right. Yeah. So I don't know if it's even worth explaining to him at this point right. whether it would do him any good to have that reaffirmation of... I probably should have because it was a, a baseball podcast and he might be like... Oh, the baseball people like the gay people? Well, what was that little tweet that you sent me? Baseball is gay now? I don't make the rules? I don't know. I didn't no. see that one. Oh, I must have saw it and I meant to send it to you. So there. There we go. It was funny to me. I'm usually the one sending you the things. Yeah, that's why I figured you must have sent it to me if I saw it. Yes. Somehow I ended up on a social media and saw it. I bet it was because I was listening to the same podcast because I probably only got that far with anything. (laughs) And they mentioned something in a tweet and I went to look for it. Right. And I ran across that at the same time. Right. That's yeah, great. That's that's my deduction. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. So we, we don't have a lot of pride things going on. We don't have any pride plans. No. The, the last time we went to a big pride in a big city in June, you broke your ankle. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no, I think that was the time before. The second time, I don't think I did. You, you're right. You're right. It was the time before. It all blends together. Yeah. Welcome to getting old. There is that. Yeah. So 
we don't have a lot of uh, pride things happening now, but but we have had some pride things that we've had experiences with before. And I find it interesting, this disparity, because you have a lot of experience with pride. Yes. And some of that is because you are older than I am. And some of that is because when I was younger, I avoided pride. I would hang out with my friends and it kind of felt like amateur hour. And I didn't like the capitalism of it. And I was a stupid, idealistic young adult and said, F all that. That sounds like a young adult being idealistic and thinking they know things. <laughs> that, that I was. Yes. I, I will acknowledge that. I that think most was, of us uh, have gone through that period in our lives. In some way or another. Yes. And so I didn't get to a pride until I was in my late 20s, early 30s, and I had to go with the church. Because I went to a gay-affirming church, and we would set up a booth and say, hey, Jesus loves you and doesn't want to change you. (laughs) Right. And so you'd go hang out with them, and that was a... And that was the thing. I would go and staff the booth, yeah. But that was like the first time I had gone to Pride, was working with the church. Yep. The first time I went to Pride, and possibly the second, I'm not sure, because, you know, after many years, these things blend together. Mm -hmm. It was an accident. I was with my girlfriend. And... You were with your girlfriend as a high school student in the late 70s. Yes. And we were going somewhere, I think with her mother or something. And we ended up down in the area where the parade was by accident. And I was like, whoa, uh, this is now where I meant to be. You know, I'm like most straight guys. I didn't try to go to the pride parade. But at the time you were a female presenting person in a relationship with another female presenting person, most people would have considered you both lesbians and thought that you belonged there. Yes, I didn't consider myself so. So I was not entirely comfortable. I bet. Most, course, most, most teenagers young are not teenagers, any, yeah. yeah, most young people are not comfortable when they're getting that sh- stuff sorted out and being confronted with situations that they're not ready to identify with. We were down, in, so in Chicago, it was probably Clark Street or Sheffield or somewhere down there. And I would imagine her mother was going to some store involving crafty things or sewing. Right. So when I came home later, my father being the, I realize now, never direct person that he was, said, so, where were you today? And I'm like, uh... And you as a tomboyish, masculine type person who with a very, very close female friend... Yeah. Yeah, very close. (laughs) We're like... Not telling you. (laughs) Any more than you're not really asking me. Right. Right. (laughs) And thinking like most kids uh, do, how does he know that? (laughs) Not not where I was, not thinking, oh, I look like a dyke and probably went to the thing because I didn't think of myself that way. So I just thought that makes everything worse again because I already felt uncomfortable about ending up in the place I didn't expect with all the people doing a pride thing. That's Yeah, that sounds about right. Now, question, at that point in your life, how did you see yourself? I saw myself as a guy who needed to transition. I had gotten books from the library. The library books just had little snippets of things, but they had enough to let me know that that was something that could be done. Mm-hmm. And so I saw that in my future. But being still a child, I knew that I couldn't do anything at the time. I had to wait till I was an adult. That makes sense. Of course, by the time I was an adult, I was hanging out with even more lesbians and more gay guys, because it's not, not very segregated when I was there anyway. No. They decided to help me 
decide for myself that I should just be a lesbian. Which was more effective at getting laid, which when you are a young adult is... Uh, Very important. Right? Yes. <laughs> it was effective application, so... We'll take it. Yeah. And also, being a young adult, I didn't have funding or, you know, these things were not readily available. Right. Especially in the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. When, you know. This was the 80s, and I'm sure it was to be found if you were persistent. And more than financially stable. Yes. Yeah, there was no so, getting the insurance to cover it back then. Well, and it was nice to hang out in the queer community that I hung out in. I hung out in a like 12-step for folks who had parents like mine, and they were a bunch of queers. And a small, familiar group is great for an introverted person that's been, you know, fallen into the queer community. There you go. And I enjoyed their company because the guys were not a problem to hang out with. They weren't going to hit on you. No, and the girls were, so it was great. <laughs> or the type of girl I liked usually would stand around waiting for you to hit on them. Fair. Right? You so, know. Yeah. So it was nice It was nice to hang out in the queer community, and I got used to it, and I liked feeling as different as I did as a, a queer person, you know, as a, as a trans person. I felt comfortable there. Eggmo George dug the dikes and the fags. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then... You moved to Hawaii and San Francisco. Was there pride in Hawaii? Yes. What was that like? Very quiet. They had pride stuff, and I don't remember any parade thing. I imagine there was something, but I don't remember that part. And there was a very nice community there, too. In Honolulu, there was a Hamburger Mary's, and next to that, there was a bar with a big patio outside, a big banyan tree, and there was a, a nice little queer area, and there was one, one bar that was, a, a couple of bars, actually, that were on certain nights were queer bars. Like, Tuesday, we're not busy, so let's have queers. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. So there was places to hang out. And when tourists would come, they would go to those places that were, you know, dancing and hanging out with queers. So I remember reading your journals from that time. And you would complain about not being able to get a girlfriend, except these passing through tourists who would come to the gay bars and yeah. you'd have a couple days worth of fling. And Yep. You felt frustrated. I did. That's when I decided to move back to San Francisco. Right. Yeah. I also decided to move back to San Francisco because I was in Hawaii. I came back to San Francisco for Pride. And at that time, like Pride Week or Pride Two Weeks, to like hang out with queers at a big 12-step type thing and go to some Pride things here. And while I was here, I, I thought, okay, I'm done being on the islands. I need to go back where there's women who want relationships Yes. And then I could get with one of them. So, <laughs> and uh, I had met folks while I was here and made more friends and was hanging out with my not queer friend who doesn't live that far from us. Right. In another small town. Who you also met at Al-Anon or some other small group. I did. Group. I did. I had a car the first time I moved there. So I gave, I gave them a ride home. I, I don't know if you've ever noticed she's a talker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so we, we would hang out and, you know. And that's good for an introvert. I can have a friendship and not have to actually say a damn thing. Almost nothing <laughs> with some of your friends. But it was a nice friendship because she's a very caring person. 
She's a great person. Yeah. And we had things in common, you know, except, well, actually we had the things in common that I was a queer, but I was a straight guy queer. She's a straight girl. Yeah. Yeah. So I went back to San Francisco after that pride and lived there for several years. And uh, as we all know, there's a lot of pride parade and pride stuff that happens over there. Yeah. I think the world knows that. I think so too. It yeah. has it has the reputation and deservedly so. But it's my understanding that now a lot of locals will like evacuate for Pride Month. <laughs> Un- understandably so, because I can say when I was there, the looming of Pride was very intimidating, and the, just the pressure of it, and you could feel the pressure, and all these people coming into town, and the things happening all around you, much like, you know, the the two ladies that I still have them on my Facebook, they put a lot of pictures of nature, mm-hmm. those two. I would hang out with them a lot, and uh, one of them said, maybe both of them, it's like when you have holidays, and you have to hang out with relatives, and there's pressure to do it now, because now's the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So there was that, and that would get really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be a little too much. Of course, I was hanging out with other introverts, yeah. and uh, we, we felt that pressure. Understandable. But some of it was very fun, too. Like like when they had the first Dyke March, and they had this big party in the Castro. And uh, usually the Castro is just full of gay guys, and it was infiltrated by every lesbian you could find. And it was a hell of a good time. Uh, it sounds like a good time to me. Yeah. And and the, the two friends had li- lived just like not even a block away. So like you even could get to the bathroom because, you know. Yeah. That's a thing. That is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's not now. I mean, I can stand in peace. So <laughs> if I had only known back then how oh, easy an STP was. You know. I would have been using it all the time. I'm probably doing that thing that like teenagers do or kids do and pee on everything. Oh, God. You, know? you would. I would have, yeah. You totally would have. Chugging my shoulders. Yes. True. Uh, I love you. Thank you. So while all this was building up, you were there interacting with and volunteering for some of these things. Yes, because when they had the uh, film festival, the Gay and Lesbian Film Festival, and it might have even been called LGB at that time. <gasps> I don't know. Oh, my. Maybe not. We don't exist. You're whispering. You must exist. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. In order to go to uh, those events as a student in a very expensive city, the best thing to do was volunteer for the film festival. And you'd get a free t-shirt too. So there. Nice. Where did these t-shirts go to? All the t-shirts from then? Yeah. Uh, that was a long time ago, dear. I know. I don't know where they went. I would... You know, I might still have one t-shirt somewhere from, not from Pride, but there were other active groups that would crop up in San Francisco. And there were these, there's a lesbian group and women's group that was like, I rem- I have a shirt with a bomb painted on it. And uh, I can't even remember what it says. We should ask my cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny had, they, they would, yeah. They would hang out with those people. Yeah, they're like the lesbian Avengers or something. I don't know. That's hilarious. And they'd paint things on the sidewalk and wear shirts and do things. So, it generally works better when the lesbians wear shirts, but depends on they what they're trying to do. No matter how foggy and cold it gets in San Francisco, they may not do so when the Dyke March comes. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Now, you and I, when we went, we went to the Pride, Pride events with my cousin Vinny we, mm-hmm. and Vinny's wife. And we went to Trans March and Dyke March and... Yeah, the Trans March is where a number number two child uh, marched in his socks. I remember this. And like all of these awesome, visibly trans folks 
just coming up to us and being like, oh my gosh, your kids are here. This is so great. That And the, I was- Those people of, talk to you? Yeah. Wow, that's great. Because, you know, I probably wasn't paying attention to that. I was watching the kid in the socks. Yeah, yeah. well, you know. That's great that people, I don't, see, I don't remember that because I- People were talking to me and they were like, so proud that we were bringing our kids. And that year, and I don't know if it was the other years too, but that year, Trans March was way more family friendly than Dyke March. It was. It was that year because we were we were a little surprised mm-hmm. at that. Yeah, the kid in the socks. You had to keep an eye on him. Sure enough, he went right up to a cop and and tried to grab his gun. Oh my god! And the gosh. cop's like, "Whoa, <laughs> what's going on here?" And uh-huh. I'm like, "Sorry, he's just like that." Yeah, he is. Like, he okay. still is. Yeah, he was like, <clears throat> he was like, "Cool, there's a gun. Let me see." <laughs> and he, he hardly talked. I know, I know. But he went right for the gun mm-hmm. in his socks. Yep, he did. They make toddler socks nice and thick, especially boys' ones. I don't, I don't know, girls' ones mm-hmm. probably not. You know, girls' yeah, ones are probably do. like depends if you buy the right ones. They are. And so I really didn't care. He had his socks on, and he was going along because he was perfectly happy in his socks. If he needed his stroller or his shoes, they were there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not one of those parents like, no, no, you must put your shoes on. Right. I, I don't care. No, if they were having a good time and it was it was good, and we have pictures on our wall from from that one of those. I forget which one. We have cute pictures of them both sleeping in their strollers and yes. stuff like that. And that was the one where your friend who lived there pointed out that I was walking with sciatica and thought I was swinging my hips to get your attention. Oh, cousin Vinny's old roommate. <laughs> yes. And didn't we visit the two ladies? We did because they were still in the apartment right uh-huh. there in that Dyke March area. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. In the Mission type area. Yeah, that was fun. But yeah, Dyke March is convenient. If you want a burrito, you can stop on the way because you're in the Mission. <laughs> yes. So um, yeah. I'd like to go back sometime and hang out with Vinny but, um, and do that. But we're all having old people health problems and other problems. and All the problems. Too many problems. So uh, not all the problems. Please don't conjure all the problems. We have a sufficient amount. <laughs> okay. Yes, that would be the, the... We have our fill of problems. Yes. I don't want to engage with our own version of how could it get any worse? No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Okay. We, we have our share of problems. Yes, we have our fill of problems and that's More than that. our share. Yes, so, I'm sure of that. All of our therapists agree that we have more than our share of problems. This is true. We have <laughs> professionals that will verify. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. So the pride things in our area, I went to here when I moved here. The first first one we went to uh, with some, you know, with the boy's mom and some friends of hers. Because you had moved back here for her community. Yeah, they were very... Nice people. I liked all mm-hmm. of them. They were fun. Yeah. And it was a little tiny thing. And it was like, yay, that's it. Yeah. So, um, but, As small but town we went pride often is. because we wanted to support the pride. And we went almost every year. I'm going to say on average every other year, but we went the year that Zero Child was with us mm-hmm. so that we could go with Zero Child. And Zero Child hooked up with somebody right away. <laughs> And off they went. This is what they do. Yeah. 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 I learned right away with Zero Child at our house, even though we're really out in the boonies then. Girlfriend of the week was a thing. Didn't uh-huh. know that. Okay. Uh-huh. Didn't know. You're you're not the girlfriend of the week kind. No. That's way too much work. You should keep them a little longer. You know. You know? Just saying. If I didn't have a hard enough time getting to trust people, I think I could be the girlfriend of the week kind of person just because like, uh, you're getting to be too much work. Let me find someone else. Yeah, well, 
They hung out with that one most of the summer. That's good. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> all right. They hung out with that one quite a bit for a while. Okay. There you yeah. go. But yeah, eventually there was the girlfriend of the week thing. And then I was like, whoa. Yeah. There's more girlfriends to be had than I realized. Well, they're not in your age range. No. But, no, but I would have not thought in our, our area because it's so tiny. You could quite fight, you know, okay then. Well, but, but Zero Child's very visible queer. Yes. Zero mm. Child is very, very visibly queer. And Zero Child is the kind of dyke that straight girls will want to experiment with. Yeah. Cute little baby dyke. Not little. Tall, but you know. Yes. Cute baby dyke type person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Androgynous, very masculine leaning. Yeah, remember, uh, probably not quite a year ago, Zero Chad was saying, because of the way they dressed at work, kind of dapper. Mm-hmm. The gay boys were like, you're always confusing us. <laughs> yes, I do remember them That's saying the that. That's a type of... Because they're they're so androgynous that the that the gay men were like, but you're, you're making me feel sexually confused because you're you're manly and I like you, but you're you're not a man. Yes, that funny. is very funny. So so yeah, that's that's a thing. Well, I went to the pride in our local area with you when you were doing the church thing, mm-hmm. or I came down there and found you. I remember there was one that I went to, I think the last one that I went to with the church, and you had just started transitioning, and it was the same thing, where some bear starts hitting on you. And and at that time, being new in transition, I was like, I was still getting used to like the guys talk to me. Yeah. You know, and this guy was talking to me. And so I explained that to you after and you're like, he was totally hitting on you. And I was, oh, oh, I see. (laughs) Oh, well. And I saw it, you know, Mm -hmm. as I was getting stuff broken down from the church and put into my car and stuff. And I kind of, I kind of realized that was what was happening. And I didn't like, part of it was I just didn't have the time or energy to go and interrupt and say, hey, he's mine. Yeah. And the other part of it was I didn't care because you weren't going to respond. No. And even if you did, I still wouldn't care. But yeah, he was funny. It was funny. He was very nice. And uh-huh. I was saying something about number two child. And he goes, so does, does he have another dad? And, and this, like, is, this is my cue yeah. that, oh, yes, he definitely was said, hitting on you. And I said, no, he has has two moms, my ex and my wife. And the guy was like, okay. <laughs> now, now he was confused. So yes. It was, it was funny. That's great. Yeah. So we mostly have prides gone past. Mm-hmm. We might, you know, by the time that part of the year comes around, we might get... We, we should we might, try and make a plan to get out there next year to, yeah, let's, to go visit. We should do that. Maybe we can even get Zero Child to say, hey, yeah, they'll go too. That would be great. We could make a family affair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be good. Let them get a long-distance girlfriend. I was just thinking they will have the girlfriend of the day or the hour or something. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yes. Yep. You know what? Hmm. Speaking of which, when I was dating people online in the various video games that I was a part of, I did have girlfriend of the week for a while. That's very different, though. That's not... You don't have to have the same kind of trust that you do with a right, and that's person the thing. in front of you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, even when I've had friends with benefits, I still had to have time to build up trust mm-hmm. to be able to interact with them physically. And online, I can just interact with them verbally. Yes. <laughs> physically. <laughs> I should ask Vinny if they're going to Pride. I bet they're not because of the health stuff. And Yeah. And I don't think Zero Child's traveling anywhere because their partner has four children. And as we as we know, children are expensive. Yes, they are. 
and they don't all fit in the car. Like, all the kids could fit in the car, but not with... So that would be a total of six bodies, and six bodies don't fit in a car. Yes. With two adults and four kids. Maybe they fit in Zero Child's car. Do they have a seat across the front? I don't know if they have a seat across the I front think or if they, they have do. buckets in the front. I think they have a seat across the front. Maybe they do fit six uncomfortably. That would be uncomfortable. Yeah. I remember sitting in the middle of the front on a bench seat mm-hmm. when I was little. But but we then veer we off on a tangent. Because <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> yes. So I, I remember going to Pride in San Francisco with cousin Vinny and hanging out. And one time, and the thing is you had to kind of walk back from wherever the hell you were, you had to walk. Right. If you're downtown, you had to walk because trying to get a bus or anything, we couldn't afford anything but a bus. Maybe we couldn't do that either sometimes. But anyhow, we're walking back from downtown and the most direct route to the far end of the mission we were was way, you know, like all the floats were going that way. Okay. That, that were partially disassembled. and uh-huh. And some woman going down the street on a float across the street gets off the fl- float, runs across the street grabs Cousin Vinny and kisses them, and then takes off running to the float again. That is so, so hilarious. Funny. It was so funny. That is, yeah. that is totally great. That is something that would happen to Vinny. Yeah. That is totally something yeah. that would happen to them. We thought it was so funny. That is hilarious. So... <sighs> there's probably little stories like that. We should, get, we should get them to tell us some stories. Yeah. Sometime. It's been a while since Vinny's been around. We should Sometime. get them on a microphone again soon. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, is that it for now? Yeah, I think so. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Oh, good. It says Yeti. Okay. I realized I was believing you and I had to look for myself. <laughs> That's fair. Right? You know? You're the itty bitty bird. It's a little finch. Oh, I see a handful of small, what look like teenager-y birds recently. That's funny to me. Like, you look like when you fill out, you will be something I have seen. Why is that funny to you? Right? I don't know. Is it the teenagery birds or is it? Yes. Okay. The teenagery birds. Yeah? That's funny to me. Okay. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And you have a. <coughs> I get do. A, yeah, <coughs> get. Get a drink of beer. <laughs> if that's what works for you. I know I was talking fine before that. I know you are. And then it all got caught while we were waiting for the quiet. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is... (laughs) What the hell? Your voice going sideways. Yes. (laughs) Bob, who am I?
the guy who should be petting you. What well, it, now that you've been talking for a minute, it's fine. I think it's the waiting. So just start <clears throat> with, and I'm George, now that your voice is fluid. And I'm George. And this is... Transpantastic. Interact with them verbally. Yes. <laughs> physically. <laughs> I interact with myself physically while I interact with them verbally. That was probably TMI, wasn't it? Never mind. Yes, it was, but there was no stopping you. Because <laughs> oh, um. you, you, you know, your eyes were moving and trying to get your attention. I'd have to do this. <laughs> waving my arms in the air and doing the, <laughs> the, cut, the cutting cut, motion across your neck. Yes, yep, yep. that's what I'd have to do. Ugh, yeah, so. no. Anyway. Ha, 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 ha.